0: Yo, what up, everybody? I know it's been a minute, but to be fair, February's been a jam packed month, all right? And so is the beginning of March. So, you know what? I'm gonna just get right to it, you know? I've been trying to push this out for a minute, but some things happen and I've been getting sidetracked a lot, but you know what? It's here now. Resident Evil 2, yo. I know. The non, actually no, I know the casual gamer don't really like, know about that, like that. Or you know, they've only seen the movies, or they've only played the recent ones. So you know, Resident Evil 2 is a remake, not a remaster, so don't get confused. They didn't just make the graphics prettier from the old pixel version. They built it from the ground up. And you know what? We're gonna see if it was worth it or not, you know? We'll talk to you about that gameplay character's graphic story and, surprisingly, free DLC. Alright? Now look, the story goes like this, alright? We start Resident Evil 2 off with either Claire Redfield or Leon Kennedy. And first of all, I already love that they let you choose who to play as, who you want your first experience to be with. Now I say first because if you're like me, and you're not necessarily an old cat, but you're not into this new hype generation where niggas be screaming in your face and shit, then you probably may have didn't, you, you more than likely did not get the chance to play the original Resident Evil or two or three. Now I know a lot of people played four, I don't wanna hear it. Me not, I did not play four. <laughs> Me not, <laughs> but all right. And um, look, that's a great bonus. Alright, this is my first time experiencing this and that was was great, I chose Claire to start with. And Claire is a college student on her way to visit her brother, STARS operative Chris Redfield. Um. (laughs) Now STARS stands for Search, Tactic, and Rescue Squad. And you only know where he works, so you head towards the Raccoon City Police Department, which for some reason shares the home of what was once a museum? Yeah, I guess, <laughs> you gotta justify some gameplay aspects somehow. On your way into Raccoon City, you run into your first zombie at a gas station, which is also where you run into the counterpart. So I myself ran into Leon, but if you chose Leon, you run into Claire, and it's here that you learn it's Leon's first day on the job. What a way to start, you know? <laughs> And so you learn he's a rookie cop headed to the RCPD. And so we're now a team. For all of two seconds. Because on your way, you are separated and now must explore the police department on your own while Leon finds another way in. It's here that you must uncover the truth about the zombie outbreak and who doomed the town of Raccoon City. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but you get deeper in the story and it's just, man it's just this is one of those. And characters you know what this was a this was a, a really they put they put a lot of love in here so I'm gonna do the same all right let me tell you about them just a little more because Capcom didn't disappoint Alright, a list of the characters you'll find are as follows, Claire Redfield, the college student, on break to visit her brother, only to learn that her brother's skills seem to just run in the family, and I mean honestly, she's a college student, how is it possible that she can shoot grenade launchers and fucking pistols with headshot accuracy, suspend your disbelief, trust me, this is one of those old games. Leon Kennedy, the rookie cop whose first day on the job includes fighting off liquors, zombies, tyrants, and those infected with the G-Virus. Not to be confused with the T-Virus. I'll get into that a little later, I believe. Ada Wong, the femme fatale of the game. She's smart, deceitful, and overall lethal. Fiend? Oh, fiend. <laughs> she might be a fiend, I don't know. <clears throat> Friend or foe? I'll leave that for you to decide, you know? Chief of Police Brian Irons, a real asshole if I say so myself, he serves as your pseudo-villain during your time in Raccoon City, and you find out he's just pure evil. Hunk, not much is known about Hunk, the Grim Reaper, a cutthroat operative under Umbrella's payroll, Known, known survivor of all operations, even if his team isn't, William and Annette Birkins. The scientific parents of the G-Virus, and engineers of the T-Virus. William is willing to lay his life down for his creation, and Annette is ready to give her time and youth away to further research her projects. A very Crocodile's Tears sort of female. And Sherry Birkin. Now, I include their daughter separate of the two because, as you will see, that's how they treat their daughter. Like, um... She's just a sweet little white girl who gets caught up in her parent's work, which causes a zombie apocalypse. Just another day for a white girl, I suppose. And just for you to... No, I didn't spoil it by saying they cause a zombie apocalypse. You need to know what's going on. Gameplay, alright, look. And, alright, look, if story ain't your thing and you're just looking for something new to catch your attention from all your mind-numbing Call of Duty and Battlefield shooters, then you need to try the grandfather of all these survivor horror games. It's definitely a nice change of pace without completely eliminating your chance to fight back. Now, I don't know if a lot of you have noticed, when you play, like, Outlast, when you play... Certain, like, who was it, Slender? Also, there are certain survival horror games you just can't fight back in. And, all right, look, they give you that chance. And again, this is a survival horror game. So, you are going to die if you try to ramble through the story. All right, you do not have unlimited ammo, your health does not regenerate. You need to scavenge for everything, down to your damn knife. And I really only later found my groove, you know, my center. And you find gunpowder here and there. And my one consejo, my one piece of advice is to save your gunpowder. You will run out of ammo quickly, which honestly is where the horror begins. You know, that's where it starts when you just can't fight back. So keep your eye out for large bottles of powder. And that's just to fight, yo. To survive, you gotta get used to your herbs. Hold on to them until you can mix your green herb with the red and blue to be just stronger with minimal damage dealt to you. Especially with all the types of enemies. Now look, what I mean by that is try to focus on using your first aid spray cans. Because you find those around here and there a lot, uh, a little more frequently than you're used to, depending on the difficulty you play. And... You know, I'm not, a, I'm not a super gamey type, I'm not going to go into the hardest difficulty my first round. I want to get a feel for it enjoy my game. And I later, I, I found out later that, you know, you got to be smart about your choices and the first aid cans are the ones that you should use while you search for all the herbs to mix. And if you're in a jam and you need to use it, you just got to do it. You know, it's one of those types of games where you pick your situation and you think you can approach it the smartest, you know? Now back to the types of enemies you're gonna be facing, and here's one of the negatives that comes into play, alright? You know how you shoot a zombie in the head and it's over? Yeah, not here. I mean, yes your best option is to shoot their head. However, it's not one shot and done. You have to put a couple shots to their head. And that's if your aim is good. If not, be ready to be wasting clips on just one zombie. And that's just the zombies, you know. Against the lickers, which are a uh, different monstrosity altogether, it's a com- it's like you uni- need it's a completely different story, all right? Whatever. I I added my freestyle it. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> all right, look. You need your heavy gun for that. Which is, again, why you need to keep an eye on those gunpowder bottles. Those liquors will be on you, alright? Mr. X. A lot of you who've played know who I'm saying. A lot of you who have watched streamers know who I'm talking about. But for those casuals who don't really be interested in that and who don't really, you know, know what I'm talking about, just do not... Fight him. Do not waste your ammo on him. Maybe a flash grenade, but do not waste your ammo on him and do not get close to him. He cannot die. He is a tank. He's there to chase you around and make things difficult. It adds a lot of tension when you're trying to solve puzzles also. And, uh, <laughs> I forgot, yo, puzzles, yo. There's a great fucking balance in the action and horror and shit to just make you think, which is where the puzzles come into play. Now, I ain't gonna lie. Some are super easy. And some are just super hard. I actually had to draw one out to solve it. Maybe I'm just slow, but, yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna keep it real with you, no game has made me ever do that, where I had to lay out the formula and be like, okay, if this goes here, then this can't go here, and that can't go here, but this can go here. And It was just really cool, and I felt so proud of myself when I finally did figure out that puzzle the second time, because here's the kicker, all right? There is more than one run. Now, after you're done with the whoever you chose first, you get to do this thing called the second run, where you're in the perspective of your counterpart. And it's really cool. You see certain things where it's like, "Oh, that's there because I did that with the other character," or "That's there because this already happened with this person." And apparently, the canonical version is Claire Redfield and then Leon Kennedy. So, you might want to do that if you want to. You know, if not, you prefer playing as a guy, that's fine. That's cool. I don't care and that's just beautiful I again I don't remember in recent time a campaign where if I played it again it changed you know and look there's action horror puzzles it's baller this is an old-school remake so for bosses the big bright limb is their weakness and look I thought if I just spam them with heavy stuff it's gonna be alright No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, look This is one of those old games, just go for their big bright weakness. There's the only enemy you can't kill, oh wait wait, there is only one enemy you can't kill aside Mr. X, but you can knock them down. They're plant based and again bright spots, focus on them. They will go down, but they will get back up. On top of that, the big bright spots are very small. So you have to have pinpoint accuracy. Again, if you're great with it, you're great with it. If not, your your better uh, your better um, decision might be to run away. Which again is one of the survival horror aspects of this game. Where if you just can't have this fight, if you can't deal with it right now, it's okay to run, it's okay to find a different way. That's the point. It's okay to like take it slow, look around. There's stuff, there's clues within the game that will help you break open safes and lockers, which is another part of it. I almost forgot to leave it out. There's these little lock boxes, they're like mini games. You just figure out the buttons, the order that go in the safes where you gotta look around for the combination it's really fun to be honest because recently there's just been a crackhead phenomenon where you can't have a game be successful unless it's like constant action and this one like really balances it you know it's really great I can't get over it if you're in the graphics and you're wondering what this remake is all about look yo it's a movie While I was playing and people were watching me and they for the first time and they were they were just blown away and honestly so was I. Again, I didn't give a fuck because I knew the game was just one of those things I had to look at objectively. I had to look at it like, alright, this is what this is. I got to look at it and be like, I got to judge it based on how anybody, any casual would look at it. And honestly... It looks great I'm not a graphic so I would have played this game anyway because if it was a little shittier and that's just because it's fun but for anybody who loves their graphics like that it ran smoothly and it looked beautiful so you know take that as you will my guy if you can't tell by the tone of this video throughout the entirety of it all hold on oh, oh, oh. almost ended it oh, oh. I forgot what they. All right, DLC. Yo, I don't talk about DLC post games because you know I'm supposed to judge it based on what we can receive at base value, at base price. But here's the thing: the DLC is free, so I wanted to include it because you know you're gonna get it anyway. It's these things called the the Ghost Survivors or something like that. It's just little episodes of people throughout the city. And it's really cool how they did it I didn't expect to have more content after I was done with it I thought I could just finish it put it away and be done with it but nah there's more (laughs) and for all of you who wonder what do you do after you beat the second run and you're wondering there's this extras modes and that's where you find hunk the fourth survivor and beating his mission will lead you to the Tofu Survivor, alright? So, have fun with that. Now look, again, if you haven't told by the tone of this video, this game is very much worth it. They just installed some, oh wait, no, my bad. I talked about that. Anyway, you can easily squeeze 20 to 25 hours out of this game without the DLC. So, you know, definitely worth it. Catch it on PS4, Xbox, PC, whatever it's available on. If you want to catch it on a sale, go ahead. But at full price, this is definitely worth picking up. Especially during the dry season, you know, when there's not a lot of games releasing and shit. It's just something to really look forward to, you know. Let's see. I would say this is done. But we're just gonna take a tiny, tiny break, and I'm gonna put a little ad here, be a pal and listen to it, por favor, if you're still here, and if you're still here, you might as well, you know, love you, hey, now that we're back, you know, that's some smooth jazz, you know, but, alright, look, the reason this is a long episode is a lot's been happening, Apex Legends dropped since the last couple episodes, and I have a lot of things to say, um, um, right off the gate this game is worth it that's not what this segment is about all right if you haven't downloaded it download it if you're not into it and you're into fortnite you're a little ass kid i don't want to hear it look I just want to discuss this for a second and really appreciate that it's done in the gaming and really appreciate what it's done in the, com- the gaming community first of all congrats to respawn entertainment and EA they just reached 50 million players in the first month in one month okay to put that into perspective it took four months for Fortnite to do that and okay I say that to say this all right where the fuck were all of you when Titanfall 2 came onto the scene. I'm a generation 4 level 40 pilot with 50 hours of gameplay on my belt, so don't tell me anything about where was I. Okay, where were all of you when the game needed most of its support? Apex Legends is the basic version of Titanfall 2. That movement you all love? Titanfall. Those hero abilities you like? pilot abilities in titanfall those shooting mechanics titanfall i'm tired of letting people know this is my last time on the subject y'all oh my god y'all were out here playing your shitty call of duty your shitty battlefield so let's see i was right about resident evil i was right about Anthem, which I'll be talking about in a second. I was right about Titanfall. I was right about my hero wants justice, jump force. So fuck it. I'ma tell y'all what's to play, and you're gonna like it. I'm not gonna leave on negativity, alright? I'm gonna go back to this Apex shit. It's the funnest battle royale on the market, and it's free. Boy, yo. Hop on the bandwagon bro, experience what a live service should look like. Even the battle pass is just amazing. You want a negative? Outrageous skins. Microtransactions. But you don't even need to pay at all. So you know, go be lit with me on Apex. I already got more than 50 hours on this shit, and I ain't slowing down. (laughs) Here's a little side note. When I wrote this I had 50 hours. Now I've got 78 on it. I'm level 50. I am one achievement away, one achievement away from 100% in this game, and I'm about to get that right now. You gotta understand the reason Apex is so successful, the reason it's so good, and the reason it's just fun to play with. It was made by Respawn Entertainment, and for those of you who don't know, before they were Respawn. They were a part of the Call of Duty process. They used to design the way Call of Duty was played. And look, not Call of Duty Black Ops, not Advanced Warfare, not Infinite Warfare, not World War II, not Black Ops 4, not any of those. I'm talking about Modern Warfare 1 and 2. These guys made the games that defined a genre and changed the landscape of first-person shooters forever. And you're just now realizing that they are great at it, like, maybe a lot of you just didn't know, and that's understandable, but Titanfall 2 needed that support, and actually, it's getting it right now because Apex is so successful, I just checked back on the servers, them things is live, yo! But it would have helped a lot earlier on on the scene, especially since they were updating it with free content I can't get over it. You guys were out here buying your shit no, Titanfall was giving it away for free They had pilots versus pilots. They had fun game modes and on top of that they had the Titans Which just added to the fun. I don't know about y'all. I love jumping into my mech suit and just ripping niggas But I didn't like it when I got ripped obviously Which was rare, yo. Me and Cloud, you could look at our track record. We was always on the top. First, second, third, never anything less. And if it was anything less, it's because our teammates literally abandoned us mid-game. So understand, it's not that we trash. Maybe we are. (laughs) But look, I'm not. Titanfall was that game. I still have a 100% win record in the arena. You can at me at that. You can challenge me if you want. I'll wreck you. That's just how it is. That's how fun it was. And now you're seeing that it's that fun because you're getting the watered down version of it with Apex Legends. I'm not shitting on Apex. It's a great game still because it was from the building blocks of Titanfall 2 which was also a great game. And it had a great campaign. When's the the last time you played a campaign and thought it was worth it? It's been a minute. So look, for all you Apex fans, you 50 million Apex fans, if at least half of y'all ain't cop Titanfall 2, which is always on sale for $5, I don't want to hear that you're a fan. I really don't. Y'all bugging. And you know what? Now that this has been updated, I got a couple more things to say. Apex Legends has the worst community I've ever seen in in, in any hero shooter. Next to Overwatch, but when you, I heard when you get into ranked play for that, you know, you get better teammates because everybody wants to win but as far as apex goes randoms i'd stay away from them honestly there's been many situations where a team where my randoms would abandon me midway through the game and midway through the game they'd get start, they'd start getting shot up and i'd have to come rescue them even though they abandoned me you know understand what i mean like This is a battle royale game, okay, fine, that's all well and good, but this is a hero shooter as well. You gotta understand that. You gotta coordinate and synergize with your team. If you're running a Gibraltar, make sure somebody's in assault. Like i my bad. If you're well Gibraltar is a shield, but if you're running a shield, make sure somebody's assault. If you're running assault, make sure somebody else is a medic or a scout. If you're doing this and this and this, make sure everything gets organized. So when I had a team, and I say had because we haven't played in a minute, because our schedules are a little fucked up. But alright, look, even when I play with Kevin, things yeah, fuck. Sorry, I just dropped your government. But you don't listen to this anyway. Fuck you. <laughs> Cloud when we play. I, I try my best to synergize with it. So if he runs a scout, I'll focus on either being an assault, a medic, or a defense, depending on what the random picks. Cause it doesn't do you any good for three assaults. Here's how you don't want you wanna know how how well synergy works. I was playing this game with two other people who ended up being friends for me in Apex. I was playing as Wraith. They picked the other one, picked Gibraltar, and the last one picked Caustic. Perfect. Okay, look. I start my ultimate, my portal to rush into the battle. Now, when I did that, they took the portal. Gibraltar put down his ultimate and his dome shield. As that happened, Caustic laid down his traps inside the dome shield. Now as that happened, and you can tell what's going down, these homies tried to rush in to get to some safety because it was when the circle was at its smallest and we were in the open. And when that happened, they got met with gas, fire, and bullets. And you know what happened? We just kept going in and out of the portal. And that's called synergy. We won that game. You gotta be a team player when you're playing apex that's the design choice that the creators made and if you're not playing it that way you're gonna lose a lot so stick with your homies if you're dropping and you want to separate fine go ahead but separate near them don't separate in the middle of the map and then wonder why you died and even if you died i see this so much if you die just stay we'll pick up your tag and revive you that's the point like I hope y'all know that, it's to the, like, it's so, uh, it's such an easy thing, Fortnite's putting it in there because of Apex, do you understand, like, there are certain things that you need to understand when playing a game, like, you can't just ramble it, I mean, Apex, you can, but you need to be smart. You need to get the most out of your experience. And when and it's so great when everything goes your way because you planned it and you knew what you were doing. you understand what I'm getting at? Everything is better when you work with your team. Now look, it is, it is March now. And Apex is growing and growing. Just join it and don't be a scrub. If anything, when you feel good, like you're in Apex and you're doing beast, hop on to Titanfall 2. All right, that's the get, that was the go-to shooter for 2016. I don't wanna hear it. It was fire. So just go there. I'm telling you. Look, I was right about every other game. So just, I know I'm right here. All right. Bet. Say less. Peace. Say. I want couple more segments for you guys. I did say I was going to talk about Anthem and all the hate has been getting. And what if it is all the hate? Yeah, that's correct. Nah, let's find out, yo. But a quick ad again. I'm sorry. I only got two though, so you know. Be a player. Be a, be a pal. Yo, what up? Now nah, you are here back. Thank you. Again, I appreciate it a lot, trust me, I do. Um Anthem. This is gonna be more of a freestyle type of review because I feel like I need to take this out as soon as possible to take away some of the heat that it's been getting, some of the hate that's just been out there. And look, it's not as bad as it seems, okay. Look. I don't know about PS4, because apparently your console's been bricking, and let's take a look at that word. Bricking means your console just won't do anything anymore. Now, a hard shutdown is not bricking the console. A hard shutdown is a hard shutdown. Let it breathe, restart it, and you'll be fine. If you hold your, PS- your PS4's power button, you turn on the safe mode, which there is a safe mode in case you didn't know. You can just, I believe, uninstall Anthem and then get rid of the problem but therein lies the issue, where Anthem is actually pretty decent, so, okay, from the get-go, I knew it was a looter shooter, when it was revealed, I hope y'all know, there was numbers on the, on the hit fires, like, on the hit markers, there was levels, there was, they, on the interview, they said it was a destiny killer, like they were going for that. And remember how Destiny was shitty? I don't wanna fucking hear it. It was shitty. Okay, Destiny bugged me so much because I remember I was younger and I, I, I was hyped for it. I was in on it. I was like, what Bungie coming out with a new shooter? Niggas that made Halo, they coming again with it? Bet I copped it. Happy as hell. Beat it in three hours and then there was nothing left to do. Do you guys remember that? That it felt like a beta? Do you remember that you had to pay for the rest of the content? That they locked behind the disc at a for, with a paywall? Do you remember that? Because if you remember that, then you cannot hate on Anthem for what's going on. You can hate on it for other things, though. Which is where my impromptu review comes in. So as always i like to refer to my original review because i feel like i went more in depth with those we talk about the graphics the characters gameplay plot which is just the story if it's worth it and it's it's longevity at this point it's multiplayer which is what it's revolved around so okay look story goes you are a freelancer in charge of shutting down these ancient relics that shape the very world around you and they create monsters they create animal life itself these relics were supposedly left by the gods and again of course us as humans try to figure it out and control it and this is all known as the anthem the anthem of creation and we try to control it but As life goes, we can't control Mother Nature the way we think we can. We can't control the world the way we want to. So obviously this backfires TREMENDOUSLY. And this this just causes a lot of chaos. So you start off as, you're never given a name, by the way, again. All right, I get it, but I wanted a name. And you're known as a freelancer. You are Earth's hope type shit where you're the person in charge of shutting down these relics and making the world safe again from all the monsters that are spawning from it, etc, etc. And... Let's just look at already, just from the start. That's the first, like, ten minutes of the game, yo. Which is all I'm going to give you. Because the story itself is already better than Destiny's. It was already better than Destiny 2. And it holds up a lot. It's right up there with every other looter that's worth it. If you think about it. Borderlands, it does the story better. And that's just how it is. Like... For all its shit that's been getting, Anthem is actually decent when you think about it. If anything, I wonder if if it wasn't made by EA, if it wasn't made by Bioware, it would be catching the same amount of heat. And maybe I'm sounding a little biased, but it's because I understand that the rest of this stuff is going to be free. I understand that there will be more. But you're right, if I'm sounding biased. My job is to review this. As honestly and unbiased as possible. So that's exactly what I'm gonna do because I'm giving you hella positives. Now I'm gonna give you a little more positive. With some negatives. The gameplay. Look, okay. Anthem's fun. Also, I don't I gotta keep comparing it to Destiny because that's what was really popular and you guys bugging that y'all love that shit. I remember the Galahorn video, remember that? Ah! That guy got so excited over a stupid rocket launcher that made no use later because the next... It was funny as hell, the next legendaries or exotics, whatever you want to call them, were basically making that gun useless. Anyway, okay. The, the way Anthem's mechanics work is you're, the Freelancer can fly around freely. On a cooldown system, yes, but very freely. There are four classes. Your Colossus, your Ranger, your Storm, and your Interceptor. Now, I've had the pleasure of playing three of them. I'm on my way to the fourth. I've played the Ranger, Interceptor, Colossus. I'm on my way to the Storm once I unlock it. I've got mm, 28 to 30 hours on it. I'm not sure. I got to check again. But I got a good amount of time on it. And there's a reason why I haven't been no-lifing it as much as Apex and a bunch of other stuff. There's so much out. This past past month was nuts. Anyway. Anthem. This gameplay. Okay, now you're wondering, alright, there's different classes. There have been different classes in different games. That's cool. But here's the kicker. The different classes matter. So in any other shooter, if you look at it, there team based but they're not team based they don't rely on you communicating with your team you're just focusing your fire on one person however in this game there are a bunch of different little things you can use there's primers and detonators is what they're called and priming someone is when you're freezing them when you're pouring acid on them or when you're setting them on fire they're primed and you'll know what it looks like you know acid for I mean green for acid, red for fire, and they'll be frozen if they're icy. Now look, the importance of that is because say you're the say you're the ranger. Now I've experienced this and I've seen a storm freeze and lightning up the opponent. Now they're stunned and they're frozen at the same time. Now I have a missile on my shoulder. I not uh, normally my missile just does like you know some damage depending on it maybe 50 percent of the health is gone maybe 75 but now that they're primed I shoot my missile it hits not just one but the surrounding area because it's not just a little blast it's a huge detonation now and that's not even like. The full of it. You know, there's ultimates in this game that you can coordinate with your people. That's where the fun is. It's multiplayer. Like, that's what was fun to me and what kept me interested. Especially all the flying. Now, uh, negative towards that. You kind of need a team. There's many a time I was playing alone and I just didn't feel enthused because I knew... The levels I was playing weren't going to cut it. And if I wanted to play at a higher level, I'd need people. And randoms, they're alright. But you just can't really coordinate that well when you're there. Randoms really ruin certain things. When it comes to multiplayer teams. And, um... That's... That's gameplay. Now... Let's see. The graphics? One One of the most beautiful looter shooters out there. I think from what I saw comparing it to, again to Destiny, I think Apex Ape, <laughs> I think Anthem is really above that, honestly I mean, it's made by EA, you know, their engines are always great but, uh you know, that's that oh my god, I gotta I gotta hit this negative real quick and it sucks that I gotta hit it, because it's backed up by a lot of fact. The bugs and glitches. Now, I'm sad to bring it up. This game isn't as polished as I wanted it to be. There were many times where I crashed. There were many times when Cloud crashed. There were many times where my game froze. There were many times where his game froze. There were many times where I glitched through a wall. I'm disappointed, honestly. It kills the fun because I'd have to restart it, and it just didn't make me happy in any way, shape, or form. And that's not even to say the biggest bug, which I think is that breaking one where it it hard shuts down your console. I haven't experienced it. I don't play on PS4 like that, but for those who do, you might want to be cautious of that. Also. There is a sound deafening bug, and it just takes away all of it. And honestly, that one, that one hit me the most because I was like, damn, man, sound and gaming is so important. It just makes you appreciate it a little, you know? And that's honestly where I believe the bugs and badness end. If you want to deal with that, you want to deal with that type shit. Xbox, I think you're safe, not really sure, PC as well, but PS4, I don't know, it's looking a little shaky until they fix that bug, where it breaks your whole console, anyway, there's that, now as I said, it's a looter shooter. So you're like, damn, they probably got some cool guns, some shit like Borderlands, right? They got, like, guns that shoot acid or or, or a flamethrower or... Actually, I think they do have a flamethrower. Nah, it's an attachment. Whatever. Or, like, you know, some sound blast, something like... Nah, it's not. I'm sorry to say. Where all other looter shooters shine as far as the loot goes, I can't say the same for Anthem, to be honest. All the loot appears the same, And all the loot is basically the same, except for a few minor stat changes. And I didn't mind because I thought of it as in, like, I'm just trying to be the toughest, the toughest Colossus, the toughest Ranger, the toughest Interceptor. But I know other people mind it because they'll focus on one class, and they'll try to, you know, have cool shit, basically just have really cool shit. And that's not the case all the time because a lot of the times other rangers will have your guns, other interceptors will have your abilities. It's just how the game is right now. So there's that. I found it fun to me because, again, the gameplay just kept me there. But also, I just love being a god tier character when it comes to that. So, you know, there's all that. Um,. Now you're wondering, yo, I'm a big robot. I'm Iron Man. Can I customize my suit? Yes, you fucking can. And here's where that whole thing comes into play. You see, I've heard people say they had to buy a lot because they didn't get a lot of coin out the game. I've heard people say they didn't have to buy shit because they, they played the game. You know, when you get your in-game currency. The truth is somewhere in the middle. Now, you do get rewarded currency, and it does help you when you realize that, oh shit, I have enough money to buy something. You know, you can buy little armor pieces for your character, depending on what they are and you can look awesome you can mix and match and make it look so different i saw a ranger that looked like a power ranger the white one you know i've seen so many cool designs so much here and there because there's so much color and material in the game however armor pieces themselves are very scarce so you'll be grinding towards that and by the time you do get it at least for my experience by the time i did get those armor pieces i wanted to play a different class so that's just how you gotta take it you know you gotta you you have very deep customization as far as your materials and your colors go and your shaders but as of right now on freaking march 13th you don't really have a lot of like options to get to now let's see Am I missing anything? Not really. I think I've discussed it enough. And this is the part where I tell you whether it's worth it or not. And I'm sad that I have to say it's at the moment not worth it. At the moment, you should probably, maybe if you want to catch it on a sale. Or, if you're afraid of your console, just just skip it. Um, At least until they get everything sorted out, because I see the potential in Anthem. But, we weren't here for potential. We were looking forward to something amazing. And, for me, Anthem halfway delivered. There's still room for a lot of improvement. And, you know, they could improve their mission variety also. A lot of defend the computer and pick up these orbs and put them here a lot of that stuff you know there should be a lot more mission variety but as of right now there's not like there's no Borderlands types mission and if you played that you know what I'm talking about so is Anthem worth it on a sale at the bargain bin maybe and that's a maybe But if you don't want it, you don't want it, you know, you don't want to deal with all that, it's cool. That's fine. Catch it later in a year. We'll see where it is in a year. Because if they plan to support this game that long, I know it'll be better. But at right now, (laughs) there's way better games out here than that. So, that's that. Now, also, Switch updates. Notice I'm not cutting away because, like I said, I'm out of ads, and I don't want to replay any that are unnecessary. Look, Battle Royale is insane right now, and it's gotten so crazy, yo, that Battle Royale has made its way into Tetris. Tetris 99 is one of the funnest experiences I've had on my Switch, and that says a lot because I I barely touched this shit because, I don't know, I was a little, I think I just bought into the hype, maybe because there's not a lot on it yet that intrigues me. There's a lot there, but something that intrigues me. I'm waiting. There's a couple games that are coming out this month that I actually want to play, but right now, the one that I'm talking about is Tetris 99. Yo, that shit is so fun. I can't front. I don't know what it is I've always been a fan of Tetris so I'd like have Tetris games on my Xbox my 360 my original Xbox my PS3 my PSP my PS Vita my old DS and now on my switch and Tetris 99 ups the stakes so there's 99 screens to your left and to your right I'll so say in total it's 99 not you know 99 on each but they show you the other people playing you're in the center your job is to knock out everybody else by connecting your lines i know right so fucking simple and it's like what tetra Nah, no yo it's so fun i even got my mom to play and she was like yo if i had more time i'd play this but as of right now it's scary and i suck so it's fun like honestly there's just so much to it and they're doing a little event right now where if you get the most wins out of like a hundred people or something, you get like $10 worth of, my, uh, of Nintendo points and stuff. So you know, it's all worth it. Um, Nintendo Switch Online just keeps adding old games that I've never really got the privilege to play. And um, I'm starting to get around to them and I can see a lot of the like interest, I can see a lot of the growth in video games. But, I'm waiting for that Legend of Zelda Remake, the original one, that's what it is. Cause I've never enjoyed Legend of Zelda like that. And, that's because I just never played it. You know, I missed that hype train. And now that the remake is happening, you know, I was figured I might as well whenever it does drop. As I was, I also got <laughs> Dead or Alive 6 and... I, I've <laughs> here's again where I, where I, where there's a reason I've been playing it. I'm a fighting game enthusiast, and Dead or Alive Six has eaten up thirty hours of my time as far as gaming goes. And I'm at a point where I can review it basically because I've I've seen what it is and I've seen certain things that I love and certain things that I hate. The um, so here we go, guys. I told you this is gonna be a long one. I had a lot to get out there. Dead or Alive 6's story. I don't know what it's about, yo, <laughs> I wish I knew, like, all I know is somebody's fighting each other because they're a part of a mist organization that makes evil happen, and again, for my lack of knowledge, I blame towards me just starting the Dead or Alive series. Now, if you're saying, how are you a fighting enthusiast, if you don't even play Dead or Alive, well, because I was playing other better ones, you understand what I'm saying? And I never knew Dead or Alive existed like that. I only played Dead or Alive 5 last round, core fighters. And that's when I, that's that's because it was for free, you know what When the drought was happening, and that's when I found a game to enjoy. So that's what ended up happening. And then I was like, oh shit, this is actually really cool. I was like, I like this, I like the basicness of it. And don't take that word lightly because I got to Dead or Alive 6 in the beginning of March and oh my god it's anything but basic yo I was waiting for a fighter to push me like this. Like don't get me wrong Mortal Kombat does it. And I'm cool with Killer Instinct. I love Street Fighter, Virtual Fighter, Dragon Ball. But something about the way Dead or Alive plays, where where their big thing is reversals and holds. And it just just feels nice. You know, I always wanted a, a fighting game where you can reverse it and like flip the switch on your opponent. There's been times where I'm two hits away from dying. I mean, just two hits like two little pixels you know and I come back with it because of my extensive knowledge on, on what your next move is and what your next next move is you understand what I'm saying it's a lot of it's a lot of mind games to it it's like story I can sweep that under the rug honestly gameplay however like everything I just said it's totally beautiful it's fun it's simple you know showing somebody that game is honestly a way for somebody to join the fighting game community which i've seen happen i'm seeing it happen and i i fucking love growing with this person it's beautiful because i see it happening you know i get my ass whooped sometimes not all the time <laughs> but that happens And I'm thinking, yo, this is amazing. I'm growing, I'm being a better fighter, and I'm showing somebody the ropes who otherwise wouldn't ever touch this. Here's some of the things I hate though. I hate all the Wi-Fi warriors and ranked play. I really do. That bugs me so much because here I am, trying to be the very best that no one ever was. And here's somebody who got a five-win streak because of their fucking lag. And I know it's because of their lag. Because their bar never goes up from the red zone. And that bugs me so much. It's not fair, and it gives nobody a good shot. I hate it. Also, I blame this for the lack of community. Sometimes it's hard to find a fight. But doesn't mean the game isn't shitty. I mean, doesn't mean the game is shitty. It's just sometimes hard to find a fight. Other times, depending... What hour you're playing it? I find one instantly, and then I get mopped instantly. But anyway, that's that. Graphics? Uh, it's like it's like the best year one Xbox game ever. You understand what I mean? The best year one PS4 game. I say that because I've seen better fighters. I've seen better games now. I feel like the engine they use is just not cutting it anymore it's a pretty game but there's prettier and that's for all you graphic hoes it's it's eh. it's all right it could be better but for those who are interested i have a warning <laughs> it's a very sexualizing game it got what was it? It got cut off from Evo, which is the WrestleMania of fighting games, or the Super Bowl of fighting games. It got cut off from that because of its sexualization towards women. Now, here's where we're gonna have a split decision here. We're gonna have a we're gonna have two different mindsets. I can give a fuck less about titties and ass being shoved in my face because a, it's not real. B, we're satisfying the people who don't even play these games. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we're offending people who don't play these games. Who don't give a fuck about this community. It doesn't matter to me. Be pissed off. Like, fuck you, you're not even a part of this. Let us enjoy these weird-ass jiggle physics. And that's exactly what that is. Which, again, comes back to, you know... Fucking dead or alive. It's just... It, that was it's like keepsake you know it's over sexualization and hold on <laughs> there you go sorry about that um I don't know yo Dead or Alive 6 has actually shown me a new fighting game series that I'm invested in now and not just for the digital physics I love the gameplay <laughs> do I know what the story is about no does it have shitty network netcode Yeah, here's another negative, in case you think I'm being too biased over something I enjoy. To unlock costumes, it's a random roulette of chips, and not only do you have to acquire the certain amount of chips to unlock this costume, like say Hitomi has costume B locked, and you need 500 parts of costume B. Okay, say you do collect those parts, and I say that to say this, You're not going to get that all the time. doesn't matter if you main her. It doesn't matter if you focus solely on her. The parts you acquire are randomized to the max. So even if you do get the however many hundred pieces for Hitomi. What's going to end up happening is. You will use the in-game currency that you saved up fighting to unlock it. So it's not just about acquiring the parts. You also have to have the money for it. Which is like mm, I fucking guess, you know, I remember where all you had to do was play a game and unlock it. Or, you know, the crypt, which was fun in my head. I don't know. This is way different and it's something that pissed me off a little bit. But nothing else. Um There's trivia in this shit. It's funny as hell. I don't know. I don't know. This game is just very fun. Like if you can look past the sexualization, go for it. Now, again, worth it? Fuck yeah, I think. But is it worth 60 bucks? Ah! That's where I disagree wholeheartedly. Um, I think I got the Dead or Alive, like the $40 version, I think. Or like the $60. I didn't get no digital deluxe or super deluxe edition is what I'm trying to say. And so far, it's worth it. It's even, it's gotten to the point where I want to uh, to buy the other characters. Like that's how much fun I'm having with this game type shit. So take that as you will. Like you know, there's a lot going on here. And if you're not with it, you're not with it. Stay over there. Don't ruin my jiggle fix. But if you with it, come on, be a weed. Do it. How the fuck do you got to lose. Forty bucks. Gaming is, exp- <laughs> gaming is an expensive habit, guys. Just remember that, all right? Um, what else? Is there, is there anything else that I should talk about? There actually is. Oh my God. Ah, uh, Crackdown 3. Um, listen, Xbox, lately you've been dropping the ball. And you know why I know that, it's because you've given up on this generation of Xbox. And that's okay, because I know we lost this console war. We lost this generation. PS4 has better exclusives, that's just the fact. But, that doesn't excuse Sea of Thieves, State of Decay 2, and now Crackdown 3. Up. <laughs> um crackdown 3 you know i didn't touch it and not for the hate it got more for i never played the crackdown series but when i did see it revealed i didn't get excited for it either you know that was like five years ago now the fact that it was five years ago is terrible because that means that's how long people waited And for Crackdown 3 to release the way it did, how half-baked it did, I don't know, yo, I think, I think it's time to let go of that franchise, you know? It's over, let it go. (laughs) Xbox, you gotta look to the future, which you have, you know, you're focused on your new console, you're focused on the new game studios that we hope have some heat cooking because we got our ass whooped this past couple, this past generation. So... I hope you get it together. This has been Gaming with Brad (laughs) Lazar. Brad Lazar with Brad Lazar Gaming. I don't fucking know anymore, yo. Because I've just been ranting this entire time. But that's just because there has been so much going on. Alright. Don't judge me. Alright. This has been Brad Lazar with Gaming with Brad Lazar. And thank you for sticking through this. Honestly, I appreciate it. Anybody who's hearing this right now, we're having a one-on-one conversation. You can always find me. You can always hit me up. It always means the most when I see that people make it to the end. Because you're listening to some nerd talk about games. That's just it's just dope to me. Because it shows that you're either there to the community or you're interested in it or you want something new, you know? And I'm going to get to why I do this. Some other time in the future. Why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. Why I'm speaking how I'm speaking. Why I'm not really cutting loose like that. You know, when it comes to my pen and pad. Because, <laughs> yeah, I do. Freestyling this shit is a lot more, you know. You know. A lot less stringent. But, you know. I just really want to thank you all for listening. Honestly. It makes me happy. It makes my heart happy. And... You know fuck around we can become friends we can do shit together I want to keep this as Hispanic based as possible as or say I want to keep this as Latino community as possible because there's just not a lot of it so if you know fuck around we can do shit together we can play together we can do meetups we can do shit alright I'm not a big name now so take advantage of that because this thing is easy to get to, as far as time-wise. Like, just hop on now. Be my friend now. So that way, when you say, oh, hey, let's do this later, I won't be like, where were you when I was doing this 24-7? When I was out here, playing in work, trying to compete with IGN and Gangspot, and everybody else, young, yeah, the quartering, fucking clean prints, downward thrust. Where were you? I don't want to say that, you understand me? So just just keep supporting me. Honestly, I appreciate it. And I'll give that love back. I'm not an asshole. I will always give that love back. You might not see it right now. But when I'm able to, I'm going to always give that love back. Thank you. Mwah.